came home from work. Uh, it was like 2 a.m., 3 a.m., whatever. I walk in the back door of the house that I was living in at the time, and uh, there was smoke. Like the entire room, the kitchen was filled with smoke. Uh, you know, it looked like the house was on fire. I walk in, I see this shit, and I didn't smell anything, but I saw all the smoke. So I like, you know, my ex-wife and kids were asleep in, the, you know, in their bedrooms, and I'm running down the hallway screaming for everybody to wake up. Nobody hears me. I'm like beating on the doors, I scream and yell, wake up, wake up, wake up. Nobody gets up, nobody hears me. I run back into the kitchen to try to grab the fire extinguisher, and the fucking smoke is gone. Hey guys, it's RJ, your favorite podcast host of Instagram and YouTube fame, <laughs> Telly Talks. And this is Joe of Stella Artois Cider Drinking. Oh God. I'm Will. You're listening to the Just Surprise Me podcast. <laughs> the podcast where three guys sit around and talk about random bullshit for an hour, and where one guy sits around and drinks... A bunch of cider. European style cider. Mm. Jesus Cause, Christ. Because apparently apples are different in Europe. They, they are. They're like They're organic. Fancy. They're more fancy. <laughs> they probably smell worse and, and wear skimpy clothes. What? Uh, what? <laughs> I, it, what Europe, European people, people, as far as I understand, European people have a different look on deodorant. Okay. I, I wear mean, all natural deodorant. My grandmother was German. She wore deodorant. Yeah, well, Germans are like pretty uh, pretty strict and rigid about things, so I believe they do. But there's some other places in, in Europe, I'd say, that probably don't really care as much. There's some places in America that don't care. Oh, yeah, like the South. Like Portland. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. You're thinking of a different hip. You're thinking of a hippie. I'm thinking of like uh, the park. The park? Yeah, Straight out park. the trailer park, <laughs> oh. bro. Man, we take baths and wear deodorant. <laughs> we yeah, take but you, baths. But you, you have to move a transmission out first to get in the bathtub. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> hey, this is a true story, okay? My dad, <laughs> he and my mother's first apartment, he uh, rebuilt a Yamaha 750 motorcycle in the spare bedroom. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Will. Make sure you take a shower after it rains and the water jug fills up. This was pre-will, but it did happen. I was going to say, I would have laughed my ass off. He's making you like sleep on the floor in the living room. <laughs> no, he's got, one of those, he's got one of those bunk beds that the bottom's open on, so there's like a bunk on top and then the motorcycle's parked under it. <laughs> Dude, I've learned so much. Like the first time I ever heard the word motherfucker was when my dad was working on a 1974 Ford truck. Oh, that yes. would do it. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of trucks, uh, mine broke down again. I think I'm just, I'm just going to be done and sell it. I'm just, God, I'm done. Finally, fuck. Can you actually you sell just, it? You need to just <laughs> yeah. push that piece of no, shit off in the way. What I'm doing it, it's, it's the drive shaft fell out again. Um, I'm taking it back up. I'm getting it fixed. Again. And the second it's fixed, I'm just going to park it on the side of the road with the for sale sign on it. And uh, not drive it anymore. That way, uh, nothing else has a chance to break down. And then, yeah. You're going to get your ass kicked. 
No, one I'm not. Guys, one of them guys busts that truck and gets around the corner and the fucking drive shaft falls out. Hey, last time it made it like 200 miles before it fell out again. Oh, man. Just make sure you meet him in a very private area, nowhere near your house so he can't come oh, yeah. back. And, and, and um, throw that luckily, shit the, uh, the title has my old address on it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, hope he's not a listener. Uh, I hope it's not the guy from Dick Talk Podcast. That's right. Because he has guns. That's right. Anyways, let's, uh, what's up? Anything else new in the world of today? Uh, I finished a pedal today. Um, it's kind of crappy, though. I really did a poor, terrible job on it. Yeah, it looks like shit. Yeah. Looks like a douchebag ordered it. Yeah. Well, douchebag did order it. <laughs> Although it does have a pretty sweet uh, bezel light on it. Yeah, that thing's amazing. I'm so happy about that. It's like super fucking bright, too. <laughs> I can't wait to be blinded by it. Blinded by the light. All right. I got yeah. to do some guitar surgery this weekend at some point. Oh, yeah? I'm swapping some pickups around. Yeah. Well, you know what? My thing about... Okay. You're getting rid of the telly, right? This is what we're referring to? Yeah. Is this what we're fucking referring to? You're a piece of shit. Welcome to Telly Talks. Yeah. I'm RJ. This is Telly Talks. Well, why you gotta do that? Why you gotta gotta be like that? That's just not the one, man. I like... It's crazy. Like, that that guitar, those guitars... I mean, it's not high-end or whatever. I think on uh, used market, it looks like they're going for four and a half, five hundred with a case somewhere in there. But... Man, I like my $300 Talman better. And I've yet to find one that, like, I had the Les Paul. I liked the Talman better than Les Paul. Same thing with the Telly. It's, uh, I don't know, man. It's just not a, it's nice. It's a nice guitar, but it's, uh, it's got to go. It's just the way that I am. But you're keeping the Filtertrons? No, for sure, dude. I'm putting the TV Jones in the uh, in the Talman. Yeah, it's mm. a good call. Mm. That's interesting. Okay. Those pickups have changed my life. I'm just sticking with my Ernie Ball because the thing's amazing the way it yeah, is. Yeah, thank you, RJ. I don't need to swap pickups or worry about value. It's just awesome. Yes, we get it. You're a bougie bitch. Ah, we're not allowed to say that word anymore, apparently. Whatever. All right. This shit's getting boring. Let's kick this show on the road. Let's do it. Kick it in the balls. Damn. Why we gotta get violent? Ow, my balls. It's like my favorite show, man. He interrupted me while I was watching Ow, my balls. <laughs> There's All a show right. called Ow, my balls. Dude, you just got the president, your president in the last episode oh, from the same movie. Dude, yeah. Holy when shit. he busted his apartment, yeah. Dak Shepard's like chilling out in the chair watching Owl yeah. My Balls. Yeah, I forgot. Your Honor, and I got to tell you, he interrupted me while I was watching Owl My Balls. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you my lawyer? Such <laughs> <laughs> a great fucking movie. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Eh, I don't go that far. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, the smartest guy in the world's name is Joe, so. Joe. Or not, not sure. Joe, what's your topic? My topic? 
Well, since we're talking about intelligence things, um, my topic's going to be based on what TV shows do you watch that are educational in, in their nature? Like, you know, History Channel type shows, Discovery Channel, Sci-Fi, Home and Garden, uh, Food Network type stuff. Where they're not necessarily like a reality, like drama based show, but they're more based upon like presenting facts or cases or arguments and that, you know, not necessarily right or wrong, but just that's the way they're presenting the show. Okay. Hmm. All right. Uh, do you want to go or yeah. <laughs> uh, we can jump around back and forth? Uh, one I always, I've always liked my forever was Modern Marvels. Um, the, the old history channel. So they don't oh, make new yeah, episodes anymore. That was a good one. That was a good one, man. That was a good one. But they they would, you know, they they had parts like like the show like how it's made, where like they would show parts where they're manufacturing, but they'd also show parts of like how things actually get used, and you know, or how they were created, how they were invented, and it would just kind of tell the story of like whatever the topic of the episode was. And uh, I, God, I love shows how like, it's made so much. Really, how it's made is so good too. But like how it's made just shows you it being made. So Modern Marvels took it a step further, where it would show like you know its uses. And I always loved the history parts, like how things were invented. Okay. I like, um, oh, dude, what was the other one? Uh, God damn it, I can't remember what it's called, but it was it was about inventions, and it was like how they changed. It was on uh, Discovery, I think, and it was how, oh, they, um, how they changed the world, and I can't remember. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. There's a podcast. It's not, I mean, it's not a TV show, but I'm, I'm still going to count it. Uh, it's called uh, How I Built This. Oh, uh, yeah, Rise. I know that one. Yep. Dude, that, that podcast is badass. Talk about There's educational an, shit. A, another one, uh, what's it called? Uh, how uh, how it works or something like that or crap. I can't remember now that I keep going on. So for me, um, you brought up cooking, which is not something I like considered when we had mentioned this. But like we've talked about them before. Um Alton Brown's Good Eats. Is that the show he, the actual cooking show he used to do? I think. Yeah, right? that's probably one of my favorite shows ever. Yeah, I don't think I, I've ever seen it. It oh so my God, back in so the good. day, he just had like this cooking thing where like he would like focus on like w- the whole episode would focus on like one meal, and he like would like go to like or... yeah, and he would like break it all down like the science behind it and then yep. also go to like all these different like local markets and talk to like experts like oh well how do you know when this is ripe or well this like- is a this would be a time for a nutritional anthropologist and like a lady would show up and like explain like the history of foods yeah or like the hmm. the cooking like the lady that the Q lady that had all the cooking utensils would always show up um but what i love about that show is it wasn't just like a typical cooking show. Well, here's the recipe. Here's how to cook it. He would like do like break down the science of how to cook food. It wasn't mm. just like, you know, turn your heat on to this. It's like, well, a steak, you know, has an effect and a reaction called a Maillard effect where like when the skin browns, it opens up the pores of the steak. So it's better to marinate your steak after you cook it versus doing it before you cook it because the pores of the meat actually open up and it'll absorb the liquid back into it. Hmm. shit like that yeah it's all science like type stuff and um he would do episodes on like knives like oil water just like basic things but you would like those those basic things you would learn would translate into any dish you were going to make from those ingredients in the future Hmm. 
Uh, is it on, is it on any of the streaming services? Because it, it should it, it should be. You might actually, be able to find it. Um, I actually have all the episodes that I downloaded, but uh, yeah. they're he's releasing it like it just they just did a, a last year a new thing where they did like a reloaded Good Eats where he took some of the old classic episodes and then like re went over them, but he's got a new season coming out like this year. Like he brought the show back. Okay, hmm. cool. I didn't cool. I didn't know that. I just enjoy. Uh... Like I said, I enjoyed... it actually should have started already. Like it should start in in maybe starts this month in August, but um, I'm I'm looking forward to that because Alton Brown is the man. He's like one of my favorite uh just TV personalities in general, and I'm, apparently he has a pedal board that I never knew about. I'm yes, honestly having to Google uh who that is. He's the guy from Iron Chef America, Cutthroat Kitchen. Yeah. Nope. We've talked um, about... Uh, he's about like Mr. Food show. Network. I feel like you guys have talked... Yeah, I feel like you've... Uh, he like, was in an episode of Archer. He's he's a musician, and he has like a pedal board that has like... Uh, his, he has okay. a p- okay. pedal board topper that has like bacon on it and shit. Yeah, I know, I, I know who this dude is. Yeah, dude's the man. All and right, he's what like, about... He's just cool. Can we talk about... Uh, did you guys watch Mythbusters? Oh, I love Mythbusters. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's a great, a, great, great call out. That was a good show, man. Uh, I I used to watch uh, in high school when I um, partied. I used to like to partake in certain things and watch like nature shows, like shows about space, like planet Earth, yeah. or like how how the universe works, stuff like that, or like even even the like animal like animal shows. And I still find that shit interesting, even though I'm, I can't smoke weed anymore, but. It's it because yeah. they're they're interesting shows. Yeah, like I love like learning about stuff, but like in a way where it doesn't feel like I'm learning about stuff. Yeah, but see, it's funny how some people are because like I love how it's made. My wife, however, get like she hates it, <laughs> hates it. She's like, "Why do you want to watch? It's like some bullshit we had to watch in middle school." Oh, I, I love like, it. I was like, "Man, I could watch um, it for days." The other one I really like is Engineering Disasters. Ooh, That's a yeah. good one. Yeah, it was a great one. That was a good one. That uh, was good. Yeah. I, I, um, can we the just, Science Channel's like stepped up their game lately. Can we just um discuss how like the History Channel and shit like used to be so much better back in the day? Just in well, general, when it actually like, had history. Discovery, I don't watch it much anymore. Discovery used to have like real shows. Now it's all just like wilderness men. <laughs> like it's like Axemen, Swamp Men, yeah, uh, Deadliest Catchmen. What was the what was the one where the the fucking alligators in the what was it called? Oh, the, the Everglades boys or whatever they what, are. No, what was the name of the show, dude? Where they're killing the gator? Where they shoot them, shoot them. Yeah, isn't that the? Uh, they're like in the Everglades. Yeah, well, no, it's in the it's in Louisiana. Oh, you're talking about Swamp Men? I don't know. Anyway, Duck Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> but see those those are the kind of shows I can't stand that took over like see, that from good was, shows. That show was bullshit. Like And whatever happened to TLC? TLC used to be like Monster Garage and like a whole bunch of car shows and I, then it turned into like fat women and midgets. Now I do uh <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is now. It's like my six hundred pound life or my little family or um, 90 day fiance. It's all these stupid shows now. Like it used to be good. <laughs> it used to be Jesse James in the monster garage or the monster house where they would like take these houses and make them ridiculous on the renovations. Dude. Uh, 
RJ, I know you're not a car guy, but have you ever watched any of the car shows where they do the crazy custom shit? Um, I mean, like Monsters Garage and shit. The one I used to like was Overhauling. Dude, with Chip Foose? Yeah. Yeah, Chip Foose. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I like that oh, one. That was a good one. Um, and then Pimp, Pimp My Ride was good, too, because it was so ridiculous. <laughs> RJ, did you ever watch Pimp My Ride? I, oh, yes, who didn't watch Pimp My Ride? It's so good. I wish that Yo, still came on. I exhibit here, and we're going to put a 27-gallon fish tank in your dashboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right next to a power uh, outlet that has a PlayStation and a TV 27-inch plugged in. Yeah, this shit was like never practical. Like, I don't know. If I got that car, I'd be like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Like, I don't need. Did you ever, do you ever watch the show The Boondocks that came on uh, Adult Swim? No. Um, well, it was a, it was a show about um, this family, um, the granddad. He was played by John Witherspoon and then like the kids, but um, they moved into this rich, like upper class white neighborhood, like in like Connecticut, like suburbs, like ultra, ultra high class, but they weren't really like that. They just had some money that he had saved his whole life. But on one of the episodes, the granddad's like having problems and like the house is falling apart. So the, the grandchildren like find a way to scam extreme home makeover and pimp my ride into coming in. <laughs> they're like back, like the granddad's blind. Like they say, Oh, you gotta do a grandpa. Just pretend that you're blind and they'll come over and fix your house for free. And, and then the granddad's like, well, well exhibit fix my transmission. <laughs> and they like completely renovate the house over and pimp his ride out. And then at the end, he's like, like he breaks character just to say, Oh my God, look at the wheels. They're spinning on their own. And they're like, wait, I thought you were blind. <laughs> Now, all right, when you guys were kids, did, like my mom watched a lot of like NPR. And I don't know if you can go so far as to count this shit as like uh, educational, but I grew up watching cooking shows. Yeah, uh, cooking shows can be educational. That, like uh, the fucking, what was the guy's name? The Frugal Gourmet and the Cajun dude. The I don't remember what the show was called, but he would always. He'd like Emerald? No, no, that's the BAM guy. This was an old, he was really, Justin Wilson. But he said Justin. That's how he said his name. <laughs> Justin. But he was uh he would like, Robert. He would just like he just had like a jar of Morton salt, dude. And when he had to salt something, he would just pour it in his hand, and dump it in the pot, like just. <laughs> I bet his blood pressure was fucking. Well, that's like the equivalent of Paula Deen with butter. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> She's like, "Hey there, honey. Well, we're gonna start this recipe off. The first thing I need you to do is go to Sam's Club and buy a four pack of four packs of butter." And then just go ahead and melt all that down. And once you've done that, get the Sam's Club pack of cream cheese and go ahead and add that to the pot. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, before everybody knew that Paula Dean was racist. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone always knew she was racist. It just, it was announced formally. <laughs> we ate at that restaurant in Savannah. Yeah. And holy shit. I bet it was good. It was fantastic. But oh, it, yeah. it was covered in butter, everything. Like, oh, yeah. Even There's like, no way. It felt like the tables and the chairs. And it's just, it was a greasy experience. That, that also, another episode of the show, The Boondocks, the granddad opened a restaurant where he would serve the, these, it's like crazy food that gave people what they called the itis, which is when you <laughs> eat the food, you go to sleep afterwards. And um, he made a burger called the Luther, which was named after Luther Vandross. And it had like, six patties a whole bunch of bacon and it was sandwiched between two Krispy Kreme donuts and um the problem was people were eating the food and falling asleep so they actually put beds into the restaurant so people could eat the food and just fall asleep in the restaurant (laughs) 
That show, you got to watch that show. That show is fantastic, <laughs> by the way. If you wasn't haven't watched it, yet. Wasn't it based off a cartoon? Yeah, it was loosely based or off comic? The, car, the comic strip um, yeah. by Aaron Gruder, the Boondocks. But the show is just, it's brilliant. It's its written so well. And there's so many good actors in that show as well. Um, I believe it's on uh, Hulu or Netflix. I think it's on both. But there's only three seasons of it, and it's its definitely worth the watch. It is r- ridiculous. Um, Dude, I like this topic. I'm trying to think, man, because I, I do enjoy uh, – and I'll still watch uh, just random documentaries. Like, it doesn't even have to be about something I'm technically Oh, yeah, I'm the into. same way. Uh, Viceland's one of those channels, like, I've been into lately because they do a lot of – Oh, dude. Gangland on the <gasps> History Channel. Yeah. Holy shit, that was fascinating. It is, it is every single time. The one yeah. about um, there's a gang in Miami called the Zo Pound, and I'm like, I never want to go near a little Haiti because like they are crazy. Right? Yeah. A lot that, of like, those Latino me. gangs are out of fucking control, dude. Well, the Zo Pound is Haitian, like oh, a yeah? Haitian gang. Yeah, and like you don't want to mess with them. Like they're the ones you just don't want to mess with because they're just nuts, like crazy. I don't know shit um, about Haiti other than it's next to the Dominican Republic. That's the extent of my uh, knowledge. Yeah. Basically, like Haiti and Dominican Republic share an island, right? But the Haitian side has completely depleted all the resources on the island, and like it's like a terrible, terrible like wasteland. Whereas Dominican Republic's like a lush jungle, and like they hate each other. Like those two countries do not like each other. That's unfortunate. <laughs> I know they're separated by a mo- by a mountain range, but they do not get along whatsoever. Um, other shows, uh. I like that are like that. Um, what on earth is a good one. I've been watching a lot lately where they take the satellite images and then try to like figure out what it is. Never seen that one. Did you guys um, ever watch that? Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say it's, it's a science channel show. It's called what on earth. And basically what they'll do is they'll take like an image that comes from like a satellite photography and they'll be like, what could have possibly caused this to happen? And then like, they're trying to figure, you're trying to figure out what it is. And then at the end of it, it's always something stupid and simple. But, like, the whole time you're like, was this a conspiracy? Was this nation trying to hide something? And then it's like, nope, they built a golf course in the middle of the desert and painted it with black sand because of the fact that uh, it's in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, did you guys ever watch that? It was like a 10-part miniseries on the History Channel that was like, what happened if we were gone or whatever? Uh, oh yeah, life, life after people. Life after people. Life after people. That Earth was after people. super interesting. I enjoyed that. That was really, 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 really good. Um, they had another one I watched. It was like one of those miniseries. It was like um, how the how the automobile changed the world or something like that. How the cars changed the world. Hmm. And it went through like the history of like of motoring and cars, and it was super interesting as well. Like a lot of stuff I never knew about. I love history stuff, man, and the. Me uh, too. So that got, now it makes me want to sit up and watch fucking. I know, like I want to go turn on some like yeah. ancient aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, they're oh. real. They exist. I gotta tell you, they're out there. They came to this world. That, <laughs> All the George Sukalos means. That brings up my topic. Your topic? Oh, what's that? Do you guys? I, I'm gonna lump this in here. Both things, different things, but. Do you guys believe in ghosts and or aliens? Uh, I'd say yes, because uh, there's all kinds of illegal aliens that come to the country every day. Oh, wait, you meant from space. Damn, why you got to get racist? It's not racist. Why it's you, a fact. It was a hey, little racist. 
my family, my family were at one point aliens. They came from Ireland. Not those aliens, Joe. Okay, you meant the extraterrestrial kind. Exactly. You really suck at. You need to like work on your dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Like I haven't done my dad jokes real, in a while. Like, like why do you have to remind I've been me? Watching, I've been watching like dad joke, like the show, you know, you laugh, you lose. Oh yeah. Hell of a oh, shit. Oh my God. Okay. Real quick. We're going to throw a couple. Now these are not mine. These were on the show, but they were fucking hilarious. So <laughs> what's the difference between a joke and three dicks? What? Your mom can't take a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to laugh, but I can't, yeah. I can't help it. Here's uh, another one. What is long, green, slimy, and smells <laughs> like pork? Long, green, slimy, smells like pork. What? Kermit's finger. <sighs> okay, I'm going to argue that those aren't dad jokes. Yeah, those aren't really bad jokes. <laughs> They're at all. really it's not. not. It's not a those joke like, that I would tell my kids. Those are jokes from like the Wilder Vamarama Yo right. Mama show. <laughs> no, yeah. okay. There's another one. There's another one. This one's. This one is racist, but I'll I'll take the hit. It's <sighs> <laughs> a good fucking thing. People don't pay money for this shit. <laughs> what? Um. What happens when you make an Asian girl squirt? Oh fuck! Just, can we can we continue the topic? How the fuck did talking about answer the question? Goddamn it! What happens when you make an Asian girl squirt? I don't know, RJ. She charges you an extra ten cents for extra sauce. All right. Now I will tell you a dad joke I did laugh at recently, and I'll I tried try. not to, but I couldn't help it. Was when Doug Chris posted the picture in the tone jerks of the camel flosh. The ca- oh, that was today I saw that. Dude, that's, I laughed so hard. Oh, I, was like, that's I, actually, I actually screenshot that and sent that to my 14 year old daughter. It was the funniest thing. I'm like, I'm like, I didn't want to laugh at it, but I couldn't help it. I was like, it was so great. Okay, sorry. Back to aliens and ghosts. I'm yeah. sorry. Are you guys believers? I can't do the appreciation part. Yeah, I mean, it'd be kind of stupid to not think that there's aliens. <laughs> like, I mean, just the infinite size of the universe and the universe is beyond our universe. There's like no way there's not something else that lives out there. <laughs> I just right and, and no, no, I mean, you, that's okay. So that's the thing. I want to. I want to like. Com- I want to define the term belief only because are you saying do you do we believe in aliens my answer to that is yes but if you're asking me do i believe in aliens that are uh close enough or able to reach us and that people who have had quote unquote like abduction things like do i believe in that kind of alien i i don't know about that one i do believe Uh Statistically speaking, there is intelligent be. life out there somewhere. There Statistically, has to be. there's right. no way there's not. But like, um, uh, to have somebody visit, like that's a whole nother story. I subscribe to what they call the ant hill theory, which is basically like there's an ant hill in the middle of the Amazon rainforest, 
And those ants don't know what people are. People like don't exist to them because they've never seen them. And they're so far away that they'll never see them ever. But the people exist out there. It's, it's just we're the ant hill, like in the middle of this of our part of the galaxy, in the middle of this part where we never will ever see, you know, the humans because they're so far away and, you know, in such a different area that we'll, they'll never, never come into contact with us. So, like, it's got to exist just just because uh, how does he say it? the uh, absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. Just because you can prove something does exist doesn't mean you can prove something doesn't exist. Okay. What? What, we're not doing Pulp Fiction quotes again now? No. <laughs> That's from Pulp Fiction. I don't remember that one. It's been a while. When he's in the car, um, and Joel says, the absence of evidence is not the absence oh, of yeah, absence. Oh, yeah, when they're... Say what? One more time. Yeah, so, yeah, I know what he's talking about. It's the scene where they're, like, driving Jules and Vincent are driving, and they got what the fuck is his name in the back... Marvin. Yeah, that's when they Marvin and they accidentally shoot, shoot Marvin in the face. Yeah. Say what one more oh, time? Oh man, I shot Marvin in the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. What the you're absence of about evidence that. is not the evidence of absence. Just because you can prove something does exist does not mean you can prove something does not exist. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, so what about what about? Uh, I'm with you guys on this. Okay, I'd, I'd agree that statistically speaking, it's it's ridiculous to think that. In a universe where everything appears to be made out of, you know, basically the same materials in different stages of decay, uh, there's no way that there's not something in existence that's exactly like what we have here. There's, there's gotta be. Plus I watch way too much Star Trek and Futurama to not believe in that. All right. Now what about, what about the ghosts? So, wait, I'm not quite done with the alien thing. Okay, all right. Yeah, there's a lot I, of alien talk. Because, okay, I'm about, to t- I'm about to tell y'all a story. I've had a UFO experience. As have I. I have yeah, had a UFO. I think we all have. In the, in the truest sense of the word, though, it was truly unidentified objects. Okay, it was late night. Me and my friends were just hanging outside of my house, right? Uh, this is in Texas, so clear skies. You know, we we don't we ain't got the city lights. Playing. We ain't got no city lights. Jesus Christ, yo, shut the fuck we up. We can see for miles, miles. All right, mm. all right. See, that's how easy it is to write country music. Yeah. I literally thought that was a country song, so yeah, no, you're I right. I just made that up. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. See, that's how bad country's gotten. Um, no. So we were out there just chilling. And we saw like this little dot, like zoom in and started, you know, doing its thing. And then, um, kind of just like flying sporadically. Right. Like many people describe it. Then two others came in and started doing the same thing, but literally like, and this is before, like you could sort of record at night with like your iPhone like I'm talking about this is like iPhone like back when they were like the th- the the 3GS like so it was like there was you know no flash no nothing like you, <laughs> you can't get video proof of this during the night uh with like just your regular camera or on your phone anyways and then I, at one point they literally formed a triangle and completely like zipped off, like went like warp speed, I guess would be the best description. Um, thank you, Joe. 
Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm just adding to your story. Golly, we need to get a soundboard. <laughs> Although, if we give Joe the power of the soundboard, we're fucked. Yeah, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> it'll, be like the, it'll be like the dumbest shit. Hey, the x Files theme is quite appropriate for his story. <laughs> no, like, and it, it honestly kind of freaked me out because I always thought people were like bullshit when it comes to like unidentified objects, but like, that happened and it like kind of, I was like, what the fuck? And, um, I'm not going to mention any names of the friends who I with. I just will say, uh, shortly after one of my friends kind of like lost it after that and fell way. And I do mean way down the rabbit hole of conspiracy theories when it comes to, um, aliens and shit like that. And that friend was Giorgio Sukulos. Yep. We were kid old college roommates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 had in here what RJ lacks. Damn. Damn. That was fucking cold blooded. I, I should have was... made fun of a dude with big hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh golly. <laughs> This motherfucker right here. This motherfucker. All right. Uh, I was watching, like, it was just recently one of the ancient aliens. And I'm telling you, they were dead on right, though. An octopus is an alien. There's no way an octopus is not an alien. Have you ever, like, watched one of those things? I don't know. They taste delicious, though. They, like, it's the way they move, the way, like, the, everything about them, they can't, they can camouflage their skin, like, and everything, they just, like, lay up against them and then camouflage. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, mama's crazy. <laughs> they locked this monster on me, Tree Fitty. But see, all right. Where do you guys stand on, like, on Loch Ness and Bigfoot Big and all that shit? No? Uh, well, we got the Florida skunk ape. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm not serious. Like Bigfoot. It's like the Florida Bigfoot. He lives out in the Everglades. Your mom's a Florida skunk ape. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> uh, roasted. Uh, so. Honey Boo Boo's a Florida skunk ape. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> so uh I'm a I'm gonna say no, like like the Jersey Devil and shit. Yeah. God, the Chupacabra exists though. I believe in the chupacabra. No. no. Yeah. No. no. No, there's something in there, like, down there in, like, South America eating goats. Yeah, it's called fucking starving people. <laughs> it's called fucking no, rebels and shit. It's the chupacabra. Yeah, you can't roll your R's for shit, so don't try. Oh, I can roll my R's. I've just been drinking too much cider. <laughs> 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 I don't know how productive these podcasts are when we're trash, but you know, at least you can hear all three of us. That's right. I don't got to edit it for four hours. Fair enough. All right. So I think we've, uh, we didn't even talk about ghosts. We didn't talk about ghosts. Let me tell you guys, let me tell you guys my ghost story. Okay. Oh, here we go. This is what made me believe in ghosts. I came home from work. Uh, it was like 2 a.m., 3 a.m., whatever. I walk in the back door of the house that I was living in at the time. And uh, 
there was smoke. Like the entire room, the kitchen was filled with smoke. Uh, you know, it, it looked like the house was on fire. I walk in, I see this shit, and uh, I didn't smell anything, but I saw all the smoke. So I like, you know, my my ex-wife and the kids were asleep in the you know in their bedrooms, and I, I'm running down the hallway screaming for everybody to wake up. Nobody hears me. I'm like beating on the doors, like screaming, yelling, "Wake up! Wake up! Wake up!" Nobody gets up. Nobody hears me. I run back into the kitchen to try to grab the fire extinguisher, and the fucking smoke is gone. Like what? One hundred percent. This happened. I was like, I'd been at work all night. Like it was. It, this shit was fucking real, and I don't know. And in that same house, my ex and her friend were hanging out one night, and they heard. Uh, they heard a man. It was just her and her friend. And they heard a man coughing in the back bedroom, like like a just a really deep cough, like a lot. So, I don't know if if there was ever a fire there, or huh. what was going on. But the, the smoke thing, one hundred percent, saw it with my own fucking eyes. The craziest shit I've ever seen. And the fact that no one heard me, and I'm you know running through the house screaming, beating on doors, trying to get people to wake up. You sure, you weren't like dreaming. One hundred percent. You weren't drunk. 100%. Sure you weren't delusional from a long night shift? Wasn't that long? Yeah. It was only like 10 hours. Wasn't long. <laughs> yeah, but 10 hours on top of what? Thanks. <laughs> 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 fucking fucking kill it. Oh, God. Uh. <laughs> I'm killing it over here, guys. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> This can't continue. Fucking killing our fucking <laughs> listeners. By <laughs> laughing uh, at the scene. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, I'm sure ghosts exist. Uh, they got to. Um, I don't know. I don't <laughs> never. I never seen one, but uh, they probably exist. If not, it's just some guy in a mask that'll get, you know, fooled by these meddling kids. See, okay, okay, here's a, here's a question. So, I am not one for the afterlife and, and, and shit like that, right? Okay, that's not something I subscribe to. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. Believe what you want to believe. But what about, like, the theory of, like, so, like, there's, like, that theory of essentially... What you're seeing as ghosts and stuff is basically other dimensions, like, slipping into our dimension. Uh. So it's not necessarily somebody who's passed away, but it's literally somebody in another dimension living in I mean, that I think you could... Moment. Tell me again how you don't like community. I think you could uh, argue, like, if you... Like, I don't know if you've experienced it... I, I have in a couple historical places, like if there's a lot of death or trauma in a certain place, it, to me it has, you can feel it, man, like um, at the Alamo. I got weird, like a weird vibe there. I don't know how to explain it. It was just kind of a, just a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. And there's a, um, we've got a, uh, several Civil War battlefields in our area and there's one place uh, specifically that was like, the second largest loss of life in the entire civil war in one battle. And, uh, when you go there, man, and that, you know, the talk is the, the birds don't fly. There's no, 
wildlife in that one area. But, uh, but like, what's the chance? Like, if you went there and you didn't know the story behind it, would you still feel the same way? I don't know. That's a good question. Exactly. Good question. Is it? Is it because you know those stories that like it, that's not what it is, or is it? But is it totally like psychosomatic? Is it totally out of the question that something that traumatic and that much like fear and energy could leave some kind of impact on? See, I, I don't know. Possibly. Okay, okay, but then again, are you talking about you know ghosts, or could you argue again something like, well, okay, yeah, so there was a lot of death and. You know, you subscribe to the whole, you know, energy is not created nor destroyed. Does that transcend to also just like, like, you know, then you get on like the metaphor or not metaphoric, but like a, like, um, like a person's chi, you know, you. like, it, like, like, like Asian cultures believe in like chi and, and, and feng shui. Sure. Um, but it's the same. He's right. I mean, it's the well, same I mean, thing. It's, seriously. It's like a vibe. Like, but, like a, okay, a feeling. It's a, in Hong Kong, they built buildings with giant like, holes in the buildings so that the spirits and dragons can float, fly through the mountains, like down through the buildings. So my question Learned to you is... Learn that from an educational is, show. Okay, fair enough. Um, my question to you is, well, do you think that could... I mean, it, I feel like it can go either way, right? Maybe it's not necessarily death. It's... And it's not like people haunting, like, spooky. (laughs) It's just because there was, and also again, like, like I said, takes, go take somebody there who has no idea. Are they going to feel that? Yeah. Um, Versus you, you knew you were going there because like you fucking visited there. Like now, uh, because of what it is. On, on, like, the topic of, like, ghosts and extraterrestrials, but also bringing it back to streaming as well. On Netflix, they just added one of my favorite shows ever, and it's called Scare Tactics, and I don't know if you've ever watched it or not. Oh, my God. That was a garbage but, show. No, so good. It was so good. Hosted by Tracy Morgan. Yeah. And then, <laughs> have you seen the show, Will? No. So basically, it was on the sci-fi channel way back. It was in like the a day. prank show where they'd set people up, and like they'd put these people that like didn't know what was going on. Their friends would set them up, and they put them in these situations where like they would have all kinds of special effects set up, and they'd, they'd make people think they were getting like, abducted by aliens or going into like a slaughterhouse or like going with this place where the kids talking to a dead person, and like these people would literally freak out and lose their shit. Like they'd be like, "What is going on?" Yeah. And like. Like a girl would go in for like a temp job and like she'd be in this office and like they're like, oh, yeah, um, we, we got we fired this guy a couple of days ago and he's been, you know, kind of sending threats. So just watch out if you see anybody weird. And then like, you know, they're there for like an hour and like there's hitting cameras everywhere. And then the guy just like shows up at the place with like a chainsaw right, trying to kill people. And you see him like bust in a room and you hear someone screaming and you hear a chainsaw and the girl's sitting there like freaking the hell out. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, you, you should watch it. It's on Netflix. It's called Scare Tactics. D- just give it a shot. And I, I, let me know if you don't like it because I think you will. We watched a game show, my daughters and I, called Elevator. It was also on Netflix, and that was some dumb shit. Sounds similar. And, no, not at all. Anyway, I'm telling you, you'll, you'll, you'll <laughs> enjoy it. Especially because a lot of them are really effeminate gay guys, and when they get scared, it's like the funniest thing ever. Anyways, uh, that has, like, nothing to do with the topic. 
Yes, it does. It's about ghosts. And it's we'll not about ghosts. ghosts. It's about fucking pranking people. Yeah, but it's all about ghosts and aliens that they prank them with. Oh, whatever. Um, Watch it, Will. It's so good. So, does that mean... With what we've discussed, does that mean we will or won't try to raid Area 51? <laughs> uh, um, I'll meet you guys there. You guys go ahead of me. Uh, I'm just kind of late. It's not that I don't have the uh, want or desire to, so I'm too lazy. Dude, there's a, uh, there's a video, and I don't know any of the history behind it, but they interviewed this old man that said that he was a CIA agent for years. And he's on his deathbed and wants to confess. And yeah, I've seen that too, dude. I don't know if that's staged or what's going on, but man, if it that shit is awesome, it's it's like fascinating. If it's staged, it's really good theater. Like it's. I, w- I watched that one also. It was pretty good. Yeah. I think that was like an ancient aliens, wasn't it? I don't know, but he just lays it out, man. He just talks about how, you know, basically it's true, like with the yeah the stories and shit, and that how they found like this yeah. wrecked spaceship. They mm-hmm. took the aliens in, and now they work together and have been for. Yeah, they were reverse engineering it and yeah. then, like, we're working with the alien. Yeah, I, I saw that. It was pretty interesting. And they had, like, documents that were, like, um, like unclassified or whatever. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't see that. But, yeah. Aliens. Okay. They exist. Um, I think, yeah. I mean, that's kind of all I have to say. Like, I'm very skeptical with everything. Uh, just cause that's, that's who I is, man. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever get to see him, but I know they exist. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they're visiting us per se, but again, I, and again, like I, I, I find it fascinating because again, you know, a lot of people are like, okay, well it's actually, you know, not necessarily aliens from a distant planets, but they've actually figured out how to travel like as in like again back to like the multiverse idea it's not that they're traveling long distance they're just traveling from a different dimension right because because if you really think about how plausible space travel over long distance like that is to to one be able to construct the kind of technology necessary to where you could just go fuck around in space uh, and find life unless you the event horizon <laughs> oh lord where you fold space in half like a wormhole and then punch through like a pinhole to the other dimension yeah but then you get lost in hell i know that movie was cr- that movie you know they're coming amazon. out with the amazon uh show dude yes i meant to tell oh, you really? i meant to send that to you guys <laughs> yeah i saw that and i was like yeah. holy shit i watched the- that movie just recently and it still holds up as being pretty damn uh, intense andrea that's one of andrea's favorite uh favorite uh um movies with Oops. old lawrence fishburne yep did you guys ever see sphere yeah i was no, not like I. that the book was amazing. I really enjoyed the book. Anyway, so I appreciate you guys letting me get weird and, and serious with you there. I know typically we talk about dumb shit, but I thought that was cool. All right, fair enough. Anyway, who's next? Is it my you turn? All right, so this weekend, my lady, my baby mama, my beautiful <laughs> girl, 
who that is? Uh, she is going over to her parents' house to visit, and I typically go with her, and we stay the night and hang out, have food, but I decided that, like, this weekend I'm just gonna, like, chill at my new place by myself and enjoy it. Plus, I got furniture I gotta build and shit. But, um, I am also going to be making some just good old-fashioned, uh, like, turkey chili tomorrow that I really, Ugh. really, really like. You don't like chili? Not turkey. Ground turkey dipshit. Yeah, you know what's even better than ground turkey? Real beef or steak. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, I could have gone, I could have gone, like... Uh, stew meat, and I, I almost did, but I have so much ground turkey, I gotta use it. Not stew meat, and I'm gonna tell you the secret ing- my secret ingredient chili because it's 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 what I put my I chili like in. Like amazing, motherfucker just interrupts he my did. introduction to the, the topic. I'm I'm gonna help you go to the store tomorrow and get get some chorizo and put that in place of the turkey, and you'll thank me for it later. Anyways, moving on. It does sound good. It it does mm-hmm. sound good. Um, it's amazing. I'm also going to put hot links in it just because I have hot links. Like, it's going to okay. be. You're bringing it back. Okay. It was. But it got me thinking. Like, I really like my turkey chili. I, I would say it's pretty damn good if you like turkey chili. Um, but it got me thinking. What are meals that you think, like, you're best at when it comes to cooking them? Like, what are some dishes that you are proud of? One would be my turkey chili. For sure. Um. Another would be homemade mac and cheese hmm. that I also oven bake and it's delicious. Anyways, so I just want to kind of know what everybody's like. You know, what do you guys cook? They're like, man, this is this is my jam. This is what I do. You know, everybody's got at least. I feel like everybody's at least got one dish that they are yeah. like, yeah, this is what I do. Cooking is one of my strong suits. I grew up cooking, and I cook all the time. Uh, but my probably my, my best thing I make is cheesecakes. Hmm. I make Interesting. phenomenal cheesecakes. Okay, what kind of cheesecakes do you make? It don't even matter what kind. I can make any flavor you could possibly imagine. Oh, uh, mercy. When I was at the beach this year, I made a, uh, a Bananas Foster cheesecake, which was just ridiculous uh it actually had actual banana i pureed into the 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 batter made the bottom with uh vanilla wafers put actual sliced bananas caramel and uh and uh sugar on top made almost like a creme brulee finish on it Hmm. Uh, it was it was pretty damn good uh but yeah i i kill it with cheesecakes but i can cook almost anything italian uh I, I grew up with my grandpa's and like actually his parents were from Italy. So he taught me like how to make all my pastas and how to make all my sauces and everything. Nice. Um, yeah, so I, I got lucky there. Okay. Um, I, I would say I also make a pretty DC homemade, decent homemade fettuccine. Um, not necessarily. Do you, do you the, make the dough itself? No, I like don't. Ma- pasta? I, I don't make the pasta. That's the one thing I don't, but like I make like the sauce. I got the, um, for, for Christmas, like six or seven years ago, I got the, uh, attachment for my KitchenAid, the actual pasta ribbon cutter and stuff. Nice. So I make, oh, I make some fantastic pasta. Man, you know what I've been doing, messing with a lot of, with recently, since we moved in here, I got a new, a new toy. 
because I got it on Amazon Prime Day. Uh, fucking Instapot, dude. Uh, dude, are they cool? Dude, I love my Instapot. Get one. Yeah. They're only like Another thing you, sh you should get is a sous vide cooker. Sous vide is awesome. So, like, for our gender reveal, uh, Andrea's stepdad actually made uh, baby back ribs. He sous vide them, and then he put nice. them on the grill to, like, just get a little That's more. That's you do. Yep. You know. Color. Yeah. All right, so uh, what is sous vide? Stuff. So sous vide, you cook with this. It's a device that you put into a pot of water. Mm -hmm. And then basically you put whatever you want to cook into a bag with seasoning. So like you take like this little bag, like, a, like an airtight bag. You put like, so you want to cook salmon in there. You put this fish in there with like your, your herbs and your butters and lemon and whatever you want to put in there. You seal the bag and you put it into the pot and then set the temperature on the sous vide cooker. And that sous vide keeps that water at that exact temperature until it cooks the meat to that exact temperature. Then you take it out and finish it in a pan to get a crispy crust on it. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And it comes out so moist, so tender, so perfect. No, you like, can cook anything. Like quite literally, like the meat was falling off the bone. Like yeah, not even exaggeration. Perfect. You can like, get one for like 70 like, bucks I'm Walmart. thinking, I'm thinking I'm sitting down at this, this table and I'm about to go down on these baby back ribs with my fingers. No, I had to get a fork. And just because, like, I'd pick up the rib and it'd just fall off. Yeah. And I'd be like, hmm. fuck. <laughs> you can even cook steaks with it, even though my, my method for cooking steaks is the Alton Brown method. Um, I learned it on Good Eats. It's actually on either episode one or episode 10 of the first season of the show. Mm -hmm. um, he shows you the perfect way to sear a steak at restaurant broiler temperatures without actually having access to a broiler. All you need is a, a chimney starter, like like a, a chimney uh, a charcoal starter, basically. Like the little handheld one, like the, you know, the little gray thing with the grate in the bottom of it, and you put your charcoal in it and you light it? Yeah. So what you do is you take hardwood charcoal. You don't, you don't use regular like briquettes. You use the hardwood lump charcoal. Stick that in the top. Get it red hot in there. And then, um, you know, basically thunk it off, you know, knock the ashes out of the bottom, but leave the charcoal in it. And then you take your steak and you actually, you know, put whatever seasoning you want on it and uh, stick it on a grill grate. And then the bottom of that charcoal chimney should be just big enough to go around the steak and leave about a half inch to an inch of space where the between the coals and the actual steak itself. And it gets it to 1600 degrees. You do about. Uh, one minute, one and a half on each side, depending on how thick your steak is, and you'll have a perfect, like a like broiled steak, like they do in a, like a hmm. professional restaurant. That's pretty. Sounds pretty delish. And it's and it's super inexpensive to buy the parts. Like the charcoal starter is like fifteen bucks. Hardwood charcoal is like ten bucks a bag, and then uh, you just any like round grill grate, and you can use like cinder blocks to set that on, and it cooks perfect every time. Hmm. I've I've cooked so many steaks that way, and people are like. How did you get the steak so perfect? Because it makes the outside nice and uh, nice and caramelized and crispy, but the inside perfect, medium rare. Hmm. It's the Alton Brown method. Nice. So, Will, hmm. you haven't talked about what your specialty is. You guys are making me feel like a piece of shit, man. I really don't. I don't. Know. I make some beefaroni in the microwave. I mean, a little a bit more noodles. advanced than that, but uh, I mean, you I heard the stuff called ramen. I can uh, <laughs> make a hey. mean hamburger helper. No, I guess. Uh, oh, dude, God. hamburger helper is nothing to play with, dude. I love some hamburger. I like helper. to. Uh, I like to grill, man. I mean, I don't know that I have a, a specialty. I feel like I, yeah, I, I do 
steaks and burgers pretty well, but I mean, I'm, I don't really have something that like, oh, this is my dish. Like I can't, uh, I made Parmesan, uh, chicken Parmesan once from scratch. Did pretty good. Tasted okay. Nice. But uh, I don't really have something that I. So one trash meal that I love, and I've sent you guys plenty of pictures in the chat of this, is I like to uh, f- actually uh boil ramen like marichan right and then put it in a stir fry pan and like fry it up um with like seasonings and stuff and then oh sorry siri shut up (laughs) anyway siri's like being a twat um anyways and then like i like to like throw a couple of hot links like you know just you know like cook those real quick and then dice them up and put it in the ramen oh oh so good that's a cheap eat right there one of my quick meals i like to make is a stroganoff but i'll make it with um you know actual like uh, first i'll dice onions and and caramelize those down then i'll add fresh mushrooms to that and then in a separate pan i'll uh, take actual like chunks of steak like i'll get real steaks i don't like stew me but i'll actually get steak and chop it up and uh you know sear that sear that up in another pan and then mix that back into the uh, pasta, the whatever stroganoff seasoning I use, and then the vegetables. It's just so good. And then, of course, like half, half a pint of sour I cream. I gotta step my fucking game up. Yeah, you're like, jeez, uh, Will. Come on, man. Will, I gotta, I'm gotta. i going to teach you something real quick. It's easy to do, and this will impress the shit out of anybody you cook for. Next time you make spaghetti, take any off the, the, the rack sauce, like any type you go from the store, like just regular sauces, right? Throw half a block of cream cheese into it as you're finishing it, and it will be amazing, and no one will know how you did it, and, it, and it's like one of the best things ever. Hmm. Like, you know, make your spaghetti like normal, and then once you mix the pasta in with the sauce, take half a block of cream cheese, throw it in there, and mix it in. It'll make like a kind of like a pink sauce, and it'll be super thick and like just delicious. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, people will be like, what is this? I've never had something like this ever. It's so delicious. And you're like, you just don't tell them the secret. The secret is that cream cheese. <laughs> All right. Huh. Yeah, I'm doing that next time. And I love cooking. I like. I would be like a chef if I could probably. Yeah, dude, I like it too. The times that, you know what I mean? I just don't, uh, don't do it enough really. My problem is like, I like cooking to perfection and I like taking my time to cook. I don't want to like rush through it. That's why I couldn't be a chef because if I was a chef, like you have to be on such a schedule of going fast and I just want to enjoy it while I'm doing it. Hmm. Yeah. Alrighty. But yeah, get on that good eats. Will. that good eats will teach you a lot of stuff That's when you right. go for cooking. Yeah. Because like I said, he doesn't just teach you a recipe. He'll, uh, he'll show you like why he, he doesn't just tell you, you the, he doesn't tell you the how to cook. He tells you the why you're doing certain things that lead you to knowing, to understanding how to cook. Yeah. So like, instead of saying like, take this and mix this in a pot, he'll be like, well, if you take this ingredient and you do this with it, it'll do this. If you do this with it, it'll do this. And if you do this with it, it'll do this. And then you can basically take the skills you learn for each ingredient and then start blending those together to make your own creations. Hmm. Yeah. I'm going to check this out. Dude, it's awesome show. So this has kind of become a tradition you're on just surprised me. Guess what just came in my email box? <laughs> um, a check from Adam and Eve. Not a check from Adam and Eve. Another lovely ad. 
This one's from Adam and Eve. Like I said, I don't know how they get away with this. I guess they just really don't get many, many sales because they're always giving away free stuff this week or not even this week. It changes like on a daily basis. But this one I just got in at uh, 935, which is about 35 minutes ago or 30 minutes ago. It says, say hello to glass gasms. Oh, with boy. your glass fantasy kit starring your free twisted love glass dildo. Okay. It is a nine and a half of double ended delight <laughs> designed for her G spot and his prostate. So one ends a butt plug. The other one's a dildo. Um, this just sounds terrible. This sounds like, you know, and also you get the warming lube because it is glass, so you need it to warm. Um, and, uh, you know, more importantly, you get to bond with your significant other. Hmm. It sounds like a reverse human centipede. Kind of. Kind of. You know? Kind of. Or, you, you know, you can look at it as like a really bad poor game of snake where you you know run into <laughs> <laughs> your end to end real quick uh, whoever pl- did, did y'all play that like on like a shitty like nokia brick phone like snake oh who didn't play the, right? the snake on the nokia it was oh. the only game you had i was so good at it oh man anyways so that was my weekly ad not even weekly they send me way too much stuff uh but that was my nightly ad for uh, adam and eve y'all Nice. All right. Not as good as the other ones. Not as punny. I love the punny ones. The punny ones is like where it's at. Yeah. You know. Anyhow. So, uh, yeah. I think that about does it, yeah. guys. Let's end on that, guys. What the hell? Let's, let's end on it. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's bring it back in. Anyways, yeah, I, don't, I was trying to do an ass punny joke, but my dad, my dad jokes ain't there. Like I, can't I, I got punny. what you're going for because I, I started to get my Peter Tingle going, and I <laughs> my Peter Tingle. <laughs> so did you actually finally see that movie? I did watch it finally. Okay, and that made me super uncomfortable when she's dating Happy and talked about the Peter Tingle. I was like, man, this is not right. This just ain't right. Um, no, this just ain't right. So that being said, uh. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Uh, kind of a weird episode, kind of off off brand, <laughs> um, but it's always fun, you know. It's like the cedar of episodes. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, anyway, Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. Be sure to join us on the Facebook group. Just surprise yep. me. Uh, follow us on Instagram and also share the podcast with your friends. Maybe not family, depending on how your family is, um, <laughs> uh, how they feel about, you know, ass play. Um, <laughs> hey, grandma, I got this podcast. I want you to listen to. Hey, hey, we're still we're still we're still, you know, I feel like we're still um, above dick talk. OK, we're still we're still a little bit. They got, they got more subscribers than we do, though. Damn, that's cold-blooded. All right, guys. Well, thank you again so much for listening. My name's RJ. And I'm Joe. I'm Will. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Later.